What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Knowledge Daddies podcast. My name is Sean Barry, guys. Welcome back for a very fun episode with Chris Gassler, a.k.a. Spinal Palm. He's an animator who does a lot of stuff on YouTube and Newgrounds, and he's a really cool guy, really fun to talk to. He also does stand-up. Uh, that's how Andrew and I met him in the past. It's a really, really fun, fun chat. It gets a little dirty, just for the just for the record. I will also say Andrew was in a really bad mood coming into this, so we mentioned that a lot. We had to cut out a lot because Andrew was being a little dickling, and I don't want people to see what a little grumpy little boy he is sometimes. So, you know, just deal with that. Other than that, guys, please check out episode two of Knowledge Daddies. It's really, really funny with Jess Grippo, How to Dance. I guarantee you will laugh a whole bunch at it. It's really, really fun. Other than that, guys, please keep liking, sharing, subscribing, and helping us grow as a, as a YouTube page and podcast and group as a whole. We really appreciate all the support we've gotten so far. Other than that, enjoy this week's episode. They have neither the time, the training, nor the inclination for strategic thought. Let's play second, let's play second. Here he comes to save the day. Oscar, I'm gonna let you in right now. Andrew's in a bad mood. He's in a bad mood. Yeah. What happened? Really grumpy. Um, he doesn't like the fact you're late, and he's hungry. I'm not hungry. I got a, I got a migraine because I ate too much sugar already today. What'd you eat today? Uh, I ate some fucking gummy bears and some little hard candies and. I, I don't even know, man. It's it's a whole thing. But but Chris is running late too, so we oh, can do the good. intro to the show. Yeah, because I had a yeah, I had like a 20 minute window to eat because I was teaching. So oh, you're teaching yourself how to be late. Okay, uh, 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 do we want to start the podcast now? Uh, everyone's in shit. Everyone. <laughs> I'm getting my, I'm getting the COVID. I'm just saying we could start the podcast later. You know, we could do it okay. later. Well, yeah, we can start it yeah. later. Oscar, intro the intro the podcast. All right, welcome to Knowledge Daddies. Knowledge Andrew's group. in a terrible mood. He's he's just he does not know how to control himself with sugar. Um, but I mean, I I come from the same place, being addicted to ice cream. So I understand. And I'm a forgiving person. Uh, today we're interviewing <laughs> Chris, and he's an animator. Um, Andrew, where did you find this animator? He's my friend. I did comedy with him. He's a stand-up also. My name's Chris Gassler. He's also does stand-up comedy. I've met him a bunch before, too. He's a really good animator. He has this very popular YouTube page and does a lot of new ground stuff. I'm excited Sp- about that. Spinal Palm, that's what he goes by on Instagram, TikTok, and on YouTube. So check him out. He's got some pretty, it's kind of edgy, kind of crazy, um, kind of violent. But if you are if you like that kind of thing, you'll like him. What are some people's favorite animated shows uh, since we're waiting for him to come in? Cowboy Bebop, number one favorite of any type of show. It's one of my favorite shows. Rick and Morty. 
Rick and Morty's great. Morty, yeah. You guys ever watch Venture Brothers? No. Yeah, I watched a little bit of that in college. Very funny. Very. What is that about? Uh, it's basically like an, a, as if a '60s like remember like do you know Johnny Quest? Yeah. Or, or uh, GI Joe? Yeah. Yeah, all those '60s cartoons. The premises of what if like the kids on those shows just grew up to be sad alcoholic adults who are failures in their father's eyes. This is literally the premise of the show. And then he has two cl- clone boys, and they go on adventures every week. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Andrew, this is your attitude right now is reprehensible. Well, being an asshole is making me feel better. So can you just like let me do it? <laughs> <laughs> you know, pretend like you're an actor and do the right thing here. I mean um, I was I was editing graffiti today and I forgot what a little bitch you were on uh you one. fucking threw paint on me. You stabbed no, me. I said on day one. <laughs> day one, you were a little bitch. I was trying not to get arrested because I've been yeah, still ruining takes left and right. I also found out my boss listens to this podcast. Yikes. So that's good. That's always good. Yeah. Now we got to edit this thing. She's probably going to listen to this and now it's just going to be even worse. What's your boss's name? Kristen, what's up, Kristen? How's it going? Kristen, honest question. How have you not fired Andrew? Shut your mouth. Because I'm a great worker. I'm loyal, and I I am dedicated. That's why I'm so tired and grumpy right now. Because I used all my good energy and patience at work. Do you know what I really like animation wise? Tell us. <laughs> I really had nothing. I just thought I might think of something when I said that, but I didn't. They're like dick jokes coming to me. It's coming to me. It's coming to me, and then nothing I- happened. I didn't want a dick joke. I wanted an actual joke. Oh, because this is what we got to talk to Chris about. There's a whole deep, dark world of animated porn on Newgrounds. And I believe oh, and I believe Chris is actually from the Newgrounds world. Like he's big on Newgrounds. And that's where he like met all these animators that um, he collaborated with. And that's how he blew up on YouTube. So I want to talk to him about the deep, dark world of not safe for work animation on, on, on Newgrounds. Yeah. And your boss listens to this podcast, right? Whatever. We could talk. Who cares, man? <laughs> We're allowed to talk about unicorns fucking Vegeta or whatever. It's freedom of ass. speech, bro. It's freedom of speech. It's all that matters. It's not that I'm not talking about freedom of speech just to, to talk about it, but it's actually interesting that there's this whole world of kind of hot kind of disgusting animated porn that's like super super vulgar and weird and like no most people don't even know it exists i'm gonna pull it up right now yeah i'm on newgrounds right now i have not clicked on any of the porn i don't think there's one called mojo ono with mojo the guy from powerpuff girls Uh uh-huh click on it yeah sure i really hope it's not weird porn of course, it's weird, weird porn. Oscar, what's the weirdest animated porn you've ever seen? I find. Um, no, I haven't really seen much, just except for like, I guess, like ads that like randomly pop up. I don't like, uh, like, like search for that stuff. Although I do remember like Newgrounds, yeah, like did have that stuff, but it's been a while since I've been on Newgrounds. Yeah, I don't think I've been on Newgrounds in at least. There's like 
Here's Cammy versus Chun Li. I'm sure Cammy and Chun Li from Street Fighter are having sex. There's XX Extreme Ghostbusters. <laughs> and there's um Meru the Succubus. There's something called Healthy Milk. I'm gonna see what that is. Oh, all right, mute your mic. Then. I don't want to fuck. Oh man, we're allowed to. You My know, I clicked on turned out not to be porn. It was just a guy fetishizing the power poker. God, there's some fucking weirdos on the internet, man. Interesting. I don't know. I like, I like animation. I don't like that animation. I mean, the animation was good. I just don't like what they're using their powers for. You know, there, there's people who like watching fat people eat as like a fetish. Mm-hmm. I haven't been able to <laughs> find like these people yet. I'm like, it depends on how much they pay. If it's like a hundred bucks a subscriber and get like 50 subscribers, yeah, I think I'm gonna start eating food on camera for people. Well, I used to do like a gay sex chat for money when I was on the road. You did? I was, yeah, I would like type with these guys and they would say, like, Tell me a story about getting sticky in a naughty situation. You get everything dirty and nasty and sticky. Talk about that. I don't like the term sticky. <laughs> Yeah. When you were naughty with your friends and you got it something sticky. <laughs> and then I started doing like phone calls. So I would talk to them on the phone, but I, I, I had to stop doing it because they wouldn't want me to say horrible slurs about gay people to them. Wow. Oh, really? Yeah. And I was not comfortable that doing that. Like they were deeply closeted gay men who were like hiding in. They wanted to feel ashamed about themselves. No, it wasn't that. It was that they were out, but they felt guilty and they were made to feel guilty by their family, probably, and their friends. And they probably lived in a rural place or in the South. And they had all this internalized self-hate that they needed to be to feel in order to, I don't know, get into the zone. There was one guy who this was my most my proudest moment as a sex worker. Technically, I was a sex worker. Yeah, um, yeah I guess. Um, my proudest moment was this one guy was like, I, I would post these ads like, I'll roast you brutally. I'm a comedian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did that one time, but that wasn't my proudest moment. The proudest moment was this one guy was like, I, I'm in love with my business partner and um, I don't know what to do. I know he would not like it. If um, I told him I was in love with him, it would probably ruin our relationship, but I'm in love and I just want him to be my master and I'll be his slave. And that's all I really want. And I said, okay, well, the most dutiful thing that you could do as his slave is, um, you know, predict what his, his orders would be in advance without even asking him and just not tell him and consider that an order from him. And he was like, that's good advice. I'll do that. I won't ruin my business. What, what, what business did he run? I don't know. I, just, I think he was like a lawyer or something. So that was my proudest moment as a sex worker. And awesome. I le- proudest moment as uh, somebody who uses sex work. Uh, my proudest moment as a sex worker? Yeah. Um, I, uh, I was telling, uh, you know, I was doing the, the, the talk line and and there's a client there like, I'll oh, say something really dirty. And I was like, you got to wash your hands. Uh, and you got to say happy birthday when you wash your hands. And you that's how you Oscar. have clean hands. And then I was like, now that you can wash. The- right. What the hell is that? What are you trying to do here? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> have any moments as a sex worker, Sean? 
Oscar, if you were a sex worker, what kind of sex worker would you be? The one that takes the least amount of effort. So what? Like you just lay there? Well, um, lay there. I'll tell you that what you did talk on the phone. That's yeah. a lot of work, though. Like you, no, you, I. You, you just improvise skills. I feel like I'd be good at sex texting for people. I'm a pretty good sexter. Yeah. Mm. One one of one of the guys was just like confessing all the times he cheated on his wife with prostitutes in Cambodia. Wow. He was oh. paying me to tell talk to me about the times he cheated on his wife. Oh, that's dark. Yeah, yeah it was, it's kind it was, of dark. <laughs> yeah, he just like worked for some corporation where they just send him to Cambodia for six months. And he was just like obviously he felt somewhat guilty and wanted to stigma about sex workers right so people don't feel so ashamed and they go off to foreign countries and potentially abuse somebody mm. uh, you know that, that little shenanigan there like imagine you just had a local prostitute in your town who you just frequented but every time you and your wife got upset and she was cool with it yeah <laughs> honey I, I gotta go see melinda today uh you know i'll be back around 9 p.m we want me to pick up any hot any ice cream yeah because like what if your wife you just had kids and she's you know women generally do not want to have sex for the first year or two after they give birth i don't think that's true i think it's true for some women i mean i think you hear that i I heard it from your 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 mom (laughs) your mom's house actually i did i mean i think i've heard it from your mom's house two months after giving birth to have sex again i think that's like the rule yeah, but some women just like become super maternal and put a lot of that energy into the kid. Well, yeah, but like women like sex too. Yeah, but sometimes they they they're that like energy is diverted. That's fair. I suppose you would just be tired. Like yeah, um, you guys yeah, both would be tired. You guys want children? Hey, look, uh, yeah, I do, but here. <laughs> Like it says, at if some feel, point, it says it, it's the dirty little secret of baby making. After nine long months, you're overwhelmed with the love you feel for a newborn and shocked to feel how much havoc that bundle of joy is wreaking in the bedroom. You're feeling less lusty after having a baby. It's you're not alone. It's completely normal for both men and women's libido to hit a rock bottom low during the first six to nine months following the birth of your baby. Okay, but that's not two years. Well, I said one to two years. That's still not one year, though. All right. Well, whatever. It's more than right, two right. months. Yeah. Well, two months, I think, is when you can start, like, like physically. Like, like, I think it's like physically damaging if you pop someone back in there again. Yeah, maybe. Depending on if you had a C section <laughs> or not. You, do you yeah. want kids, Sean? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that silent, right? Why, Sean? Why? I just think it is morally wrong to bring a child into this world during. Oh, well, Chris is here, so. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Chris. What's up, buddy? You're only 24 minutes late. Sorry, my bad. (laughs) Sorry. I was getting so pissed at Oscar for being five minutes late, and then you fucking were 24 minutes late. So I guess I owe Oscar an apology. There you go. Yeah. But I'm not going to get one. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'll I'll apologize. I'm sorry, Oscar. Oh, no, no problem, buddy. But don't ever fucking do that again. (laughs) (laughs) 
I do it like How almost you? every podcast. Yeah. You late, Oscar. How how are you doing, Chris? I'm good. I just got some coffee. Can uh, you can you get any louder? Oh yeah, yeah. I can turn the gain up. How is uh something over here? Is yeah, this uh, better? Is this better? Yeah. It sounds much better. I like your Alvin and the Chipmunks cut out. I got that from when I uh, worked at the movie theater. I still got right. some old uh, some posters back there in this like cubby area. Hell yeah! Is this your childhood bedroom? Yeah, this <laughs> this is my parents' house. I'm uh, I had a better setup over here. Well, I have two different setups right now, and the Wi-Fi is garbage by me, is he? Or, or... I, I just tried uh, recording this podcast yesterday with Chris uh, Park, and it was terrible, horrible. Fuck. Like everything that could go wrong went wrong. Well, I'm glad it went wrong for his podcast <laughs> and not for ours. Yeah, no, I learned for this one. <laughs> so we should be good thank you for going all the way back to your parents house for us <laughs> no problem how's it going oscar i don't know if i uh, have met you before but sean i've you know i've, I've seen I mean, we kind of started around the same ish time i think, yeah, I, think I was a little, yeah like i was a little before you but basically no you weren't stop trying to make yourself sound good no, I, it was like i was like <laughs> <laughs> a week like a month before him. all right yeah it was a little like it was same year. yeah yes <laughs> no, I'm I'm a month older than you, so I'm slightly better comic than you. Or <laughs> no. Oscar, Oscar, and I uh, went to college together. We went to college for music together. Yeah, oh, nice. yeah. Nice. I guess yeah. I, I Andrew uh, when you know I started working with Andrew on this project, but I'm actually not really a comedian, uh, although uh, I'm. You're very knowledgeable. I'm, I'm dabbling in it now, I guess. So I'm well, like can, the straight man. I can tell your daddy material <laughs> and you probably have a lot of knowledge, you know, hidden in your locks of hair. So <laughs> it's deceptive, man. You'd think there's knowledge in there, but it's like deficient of knowledge. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's mostly mostly urine of fish. cheddar cheese. Yeah. Gotcha. But you can play like a sick cello. <laughs> so so chris we were talking about um new grounds before you got on and i was telling them oh, that yeah. i i assumed i don't really know the history your history of animation but we're gonna get to the bottom of that okay and am i correct in assuming that you kind of got your start in new grounds yeah for sure that was like my main uh all my inspirations are like from new grounds but that's like kind of that was the first website I was ever shown as like as a kid. I was like five years old. It was like two thousand. That's and a, that's uh, a... yeah, no, that was my first experience with seeing like uh, some. It, it was Clay World. If you ever heard of Clay World by Knox, a guy no. on Newgrounds, he's been no. around for a long time. But uh, he had like some old videos up on there. There was like these blue clay guys. It was like a claymation animated thing. But yeah, Newgrounds oh. was like my main. Uh, uh inspirations i guess came from new rounds do you remember pico the school, oh yeah the school shooter they had a video game where you could be a school shooter and shoot up everybody well you're kind nice. of like saving the school too and like you are you are shooting up a school but also saving it you know huh. but uh that was made by tom fulp the uh the owner that's his uh i remember playing that game and be like wow this is fucking awesome I yeah love this. no that game's rad if you go back it's still pretty rad it's hard yeah, that Newgrounds was the shit. It still is the shit. People like kind of forgot that it's like they just forgot it existed or that it still exists. But 
it had a little bit of a resurgence after Tumblr ended, right? There was the Tumblr resurgence. And then also uh, very recently, actually, there's this game that came out. Uh, I'm friends with Sutton, like the guys that made it, the Friday Night Funkin' crew. Mm-hmm. It, it's called Friday Night Funkin'. But uh, oh, wow. That's brought like a lot of traffic to the site, which has been like really good for like the community. So if, if you're on Twitter and you see people with like a, the NG uh, emoji from like the emoji list, like in their profile, it's like typically a sign that they're like part of this like new wave of people coming into new grounds, which is like great to see, you know, is this whole like, it's kind of like a, a new resurgence of, it's like a renaissance of, of new new grounds creators. I feel like new grounds is one of the last places on the internet that still has the feel of the old internet. Yeah, I would say so. That's probably like the only thing that's kept. There's very few things. There's like forums that try and like emulate like old. I mean, you could still go on uh, onto the Space Jam website. I'm pretty sure that's still up. <laughs> oh shit! I didn't and know there's that. like some old election forum. No, there was some guy who was running for like governor. I think I don't know if it was president, but he still has his site up, and it's like this old, like, like horribly looking. Uh, maybe like 1994. I could be completely wrong. And, and talking on my ass, but I'm pretty sure. I think yeah. SeanBaby.com still up. SeanBaby.com? You ever oh. go on that? Is that Sean's site? No. Because uh, you should Old get that domain. Runner. How much is that domain? Can we buy that? No, nah, that's expensive because there's a lot of shit on there. That used to be like really, there's some pretty funny essays on there about like just like rip apart like Super Friends and all these old cartoon shows and just like, like roast them. Mm-hmm. It's, it's pretty good. Um, I used to love that in like high school. Um, but yeah, Newgrounds still has that vibe. It's still uncensored. Like the, you can still go to the adult section and there's still yeah. all this crazy shit, but there's still, you can, but anyone can upload anything there pretty mm-hmm. much. Right. I've always loved their slogan: Everything by everyone. I feel like that's like mm. of all like the, the slogans I've heard. Like that's a really, it's true to the site. Cause they really do, uh, have everything, which is, it's caused like, uh, some controversies in the past you know like uh the pico school thing was like a huge thing when that came out that was like uh that was like on the news and stuff and they were like don't let your kids go to newgrounds.com and stuff it was a big like uh it was like a protest against the site but yeah. uh what do people think they're gonna shoot up the school just because they played that game yeah pretty much there has been a few i i should be more knowledgeable since i you know that is like where i basically come from that's like that's like my side of the internet. Uh, but I do know there was someone who was going to shoot up a school and the story is like out there and been talked about, but there was someone who was going to shoot up the, their school posted about it on the new rounds forums. And someone from the forums found that contacted the police. And then they found like the, the kid with like the guns in his backpack or something. The new ground saving lives. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, inspiring killers, but stopping them too. Exactly. Save lives. <laughs> Or take them, go to Newgrounds. Yeah. <laughs> but I imagine if like YouTube or Instagram or Facebook was laid out like that, where you could just be like, okay, I'm going to go to the adults. Because so, mm-hmm. the way Newgrounds is set up is like there's video games, there's uh, there's there's um, videos, like animation. What else is there? It's uh, Well, there's, there's five categories of like the music, uh, art, animation, games. Is that five? Did I say five or am I? You said five, but yeah, you yeah. haven't said. And then five there's also yet. forums. Okay. Yeah, but they they have like a couple extra sections now. There's like a radio and podcasting section. Uh, 
coming soon to mobile. So there you go. Hell yeah. Uh, they're they're going to take that next leap. There's but there was a huge thing because if you remember, it's like all old Flash. And mm-hmm. recently in the news, they've totally taken that off Google and everything. Mm-hmm. So like there was like this long, arduous process they've been going through for the past few years where they need to convert all the old SWF files that were uploaded. Like well, for, old- for, for most people, they, including myself, we don't know what the fuck that means. Uh, I'm not actually sure what SWF stands for. It's some sort what? of Flash. Uh, flash know, like, is a programming flash. language, right? Oh, yeah. So Adobe Flash is what a lot of people use. And Newgrounds kind of popularized a lot of Flash animation is what they call it. So when people say like Flash, they're usually referring to Adobe Flash, even though now it's considered uh, Adobe Animate is the new one. Like they rebranded it, but it's always like it's been Flash, like as far as like artists are concerned. Was that Adobe's like first program or did they have other stuff? I'm not sure. It was definitely an early one because when that came out, that was only used and was supposed to be made for like those little pop-ups that you see on like the early YouTube where it was like you would have to actually click the X on the the square that would pop up in the middle of the screen on like mm-hmm. 2012 YouTube. It was like a, around when they stopped doing that. Hmm. Uh, but then all these artists found the program, found out it was easy to crack the old uh, programs. There was a lot of people hacking Adobe's programs and stuff. So then you had all these people coming in and basically taking this uh, medium that was only made for like buttons for like clicking mm-hmm. on ads to give people, you know, just products and stuff. And they were like turning them into massive like 10 20 minute things some cartoons that were like the most like notorious back in the day like street fighter chode is a great uh great flash you should check out if you haven't seen that uh but my good buddy Corey, uh spaz kid uh that one is insane and it's like this parody of uh another person on the site it's it's like a there was a lot of ruthless trolling going on back in the day but yeah but what i wanted to say is like the the internet is so nerfed right now like you can't you can't you just can't post edgy shit really on most social media and yeah. i get what they're trying to do they want to make the most money possible and they don't want to hurt little kids growing up having to see someone get their head sawed off with a, a pocket knife i get that that makes sense yeah but I do like the idea and the way Newgrounds organizes things where you can be like, okay, I want the 17 plus, or I want the G rated, or I want the adults, all the adult stuff, right? And just click a button and that filters everything out and end a story, you know? And, and I guess if there was a way for parents to program it for their kids, that'd be good too. Mm-hmm. But other than that, like, why do we have to go so deep so people can't express their their darkness or their whatever their sexuality or whatever in such a in such a limiting way yeah i mean newgrounds literally shaped and changed my entire life because i modeled most of what i did after i saw it like after these these people that i grew up watching on there it's it's like a huge valuable resource for artists especially coming up now when i see like uh i got people on like uh tiktok especially because there's like people that are like uh they do like art stuff and they're like, oh, where are, you, where are you posting stuff? Like Newgrounds is still a great place to get real uh, feedback on like art, whether it's music, animation, video games, whatever you make. And, you know, it's a it's a really good like uh, it's a really good resource. And I think that it's not utilized enough, but I think more people are realizing that it has a lot more to offer now because they are they, they've stuck around for so long. They're they are advancing into like what? 
can keep them you know going so there's a lot of new stuff plus you can watch goku fuck spongebob in the ass <laughs> you can like oh you can watch every character you've ever wanted to fuck yeah. think of rule 34 but animated there you go what's rule 34 Oh, you're, oh, Rule 34 is a different site, but uh, you can basically have <laughs> any fictional character and then that's like grandpa. <laughs> yeah, Sean, you know, who's your favorite? Yeah, yeah Rule 34 of the internet. If you, yeah. If there's porn of it. Like that's. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I have. Um, I, have you actually gone on the site and like found like uh, like weird like cartoons and stuff that you've like I've seen? Got, I did the other day because I sent uh Lola Bunny's being censored in the new Space Jam movie. It's fucked up. Yeah, they're taking her down. Send some fucked up shit to some friends. Mm-hmm. Oh mm-hmm. my god. Yeah. No. <laughs> You're like, check this out. This is the old Bunny. This, 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 this is what Lola's supposed to look like. That's my Bunny. Yeah. Apparently, that was like a, a lot of people's like first. Uh, uh, you know, like how people get into like cartoon, like porn and stuff. Apparently, mm-hmm. Space Jam was like so like a huge thing for like most like people that grew up with it that got into that stuff. I, I believe it. She's very sexualized in that movie. You know what? Weirdly enough, I mean, I grew up with Space Jam. I remember being in fifth grade when it came out. Mm-hmm. And I, Sean, insert old, you're so old joke here. <laughs> you're like 15 watching it. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> I remember, I don't really, I mean, I remember Lola Bunny being cute. I don't remember like being. I don't think it necessarily influenced my sexuality in a weird way, but I do remember my school because Space Jam was so popular. Our mm-hmm. like graduation day sing along thing. I guess we had like a group, like a class sing song. Right. We all were supposed to sing. I believe I can fly by R. Kelly. Hell yes. <laughs> and I got I got song. kicked out of the sing along because I was making fun of this kid uh, too hard and. They're like, you can't <laughs> sing with us. <laughs> but then I got, I wound up getting expelled on the last day of school anyway. Oh, what? Because I brought a road flare to school and some matches because I thought you needed matches to light a road flare, which is not, I didn't, you don't. So but, it was the matches that got you expelled? Yeah. But what? I chased, I chased a kid around the school with an unlit road flare. And that's yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> damn they didn't have any empathy they were like okay it's the last day they were just like nah no we can't tolerate it no and then they sent me to a school for like autistic kids and like emotionally disabled kids and for like three years damn yeah you, you learn a new wrinkle about andrew every time you talk <laughs> we need all- reparations for andrew's autistic school <laughs> <laughs> i'm for he needs, it he needs three years compensation yeah i blame I that him. on me not getting laid till i'm 22 i think those middle school years like i should have crashed and burned in middle school but instead i was crashing and burning and had no social skills in high school so it really right, delayed my, my my social process and if it's any help i'm pretty sure you would have done it either way <laughs> We were also talking about sex workers before you got here, and that is how I lost my virginity with a sex worker. There you go. In Flushing, Queens. Oh, shit. I thought I was... What? I thought I was out of the country. I was in Thailand before. I mean, technically, Flushing, Queens is out of the country. I thought it was like uh, like uh, during a wedding like in South America or something like that. What? No, that's how I got herpes. Uh, yeah my 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 old best friend my high school best friend um had a wedding down in paraguay oh shit yeah 
but anyway, Chris, back to you. <laughs> back to animation. <laughs> I, I, I have like questions for you now. I'm like, how many countries have you been to? I actually don't know. I've been to, I don't know, probably like 10, 12. I don't know. Ooh. Maybe 15. I don't know. That's I've been dope. to the weirdest country I've ever been to was Mongolia. And oh, I spent, wow. I spent two months in Mongolia. That's awesome. I don't know why. I don't know why. <laughs> like, why I did re- you go there? 2006, I went there. And I could have lost my virginity in Mongolia, like because mm. I was staying in this hostel and there was this really cute Dutch Dutch woman my age. We were both like 20, 21 uh-huh. and we got drunk and we did this like quiz thing. You ever do like a pub quiz? Yeah. Uh, yeah. We did like a pub quiz and she started like feeling me up under the table. And it was just like, you know, we got back to the place and then she was basically like, yeah, let's have sex. And then I was like. Out of some weird perverted idealism, I was like, no, I, I want this to be special. You know, I want to be like completely sober and in love when I have yeah, sex. Yeah. And then that's why I had sex with a dirty <laughs> prostitute. I didn't speak any English. <laughs> I know. I feel you. I mean, I, the same way you said, like, how you described yourself through going that school system and and whatever like that affecting you i feel like i had that same thing except i just went through the regular school system like so i know what you mean i feel yeah. that you know I, I i can relate i feel you so did did newgrounds get you started in animation like specifically like did you go on newgrounds and be like oh i want to do that yeah that was uh it was after seeing who i mentioned did uh street fighter chode mm-hmm. it was so weird meeting him after uh you know, growing up watching like his stuff, but uh, my friend Corey Spazkid, uh, I think it's still Spazkid 3D on Newgrounds, but uh, he did this series called uh, Chris Chan and Sonichu, where he oh he I animated know Chris Chan yeah yeah he um he animated there uh, some of like stories he made with uh this other friend Lyle and this guy Red Redfeather I think if I I'm still I'm trying to get all the the names right but. Yeah, yeah, I think it was like three guys and they worked on these these Sonichu cartoons and they really just did like like the sound effects or whatever, the, the audio. And yeah. but the thing is, he did this all in uh, MS Paint, a lot of the early cartoons. If you like, isn't Sonichu or Chris Chan? Chris Chan was like an autistic guy, right? Yeah. So the, the whole story of Chris Chan is like he's basically the most or she's the most trolled individual on the Internet. Oh yeah, she's trans, right? Yeah, I met uh, Chris Chan one time at Magfest, which is a convention down south in Maryland, yeah. and uh, it was like really cool getting to meet him. And they were like like the nicest like person I met at that convention. I think that year. I think I've I was looking on video on archive.org for just like weird videos to use in knowledge daddies, and I mm-hmm. came across videos of Chris Chan just masturbating. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> just like straight up explicit videos on archive.org of Chris Chan masturbating. There's one video with this strap on and I someone, I guess, convinced them to spin the strap on and, and like, so they were on top, like on like a twin size bed, like spinning around and they were naked <laughs> and that's floating around somewhere. Yeah. I don't know if you saw that one or one of the ones with the, the totem pole. <laughs> It was the Sonic Totem Pole that got repainted. Um, that? I don't know. Oh, that... the, the Sonic Totem Pole is a whole. It has its own mythos. Uh, uh, Oscar, uh, Sean, if you don't know who we're talking about, there's there's 
if you go onto YouTube, there's a documentary series that's like 23 parts now, and it's like an hour and a half each of Chris Chan. But he's a whole uh, he's a whole rabbit hole that is definitely worth diving down. And to right. I'm writing that down. Yeah, Chris Chan. 23 parts each, an hour and a half long. <laughs> <laughs> there's so many different details that go into the story. There's a there's a several parts of the the story, huh? They call Chris Chan a comprehensive uh, history. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hilarious. That has That's everything. A deep dive. Well, oh, yeah. Some are only fifty-five minutes long. Yeah. Okay. So some of them are like the craziest uh, length, but like combined, like some, watching all of them. I'm on some weird forum called Yuki.la, and they're talking about Chris Chan selling the uh, totem pole for a four for a hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if that was, I guess that was after the, the video. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> so how do you uh, like yeah, teach that... yourself how to animate? Well, it was after I watched uh, Spaz Kids cartoons that I was like, oh, like one person can really do a whole like video. I didn't even, I, you know, cause I was still like pretty young. I, I was like, I didn't comprehend that like one person could do an entire thing by themselves essentially. Mm-hmm. And that like got my mind going like, oh, I could just, uh, if I get a laptop and I teach myself, I'll just practice enough until I learn it. And that was kind of how it was, was I was stubborn and didn't want to like look up tutorials. So I just kept experimenting with all the tools and everything. And it was like 2012 to like 2014 until I got like actually like proficient in it. But mm-hmm. it was a, uh, it's definitely like, uh, yeah, no, it was seeing like just one person do so much like by themselves and basically realizing the capability that you could do as like, was a solo your, content creator. What was your first animation? First one ever was a thing called Spor- Sporadic Snail. I called the file and it was uh, just a snail that was basically a PNG I drew with a trackpad on my laptop and it would just go around the screen and that was like the whole thing. But it was to me the coolest thing. So I was like, oh, what? It's moving. <laughs> <laughs> what? what program is... Did, what do you use to, to create these things? Uh, th- this was all in Flash. I, my first program was was Flash, and it's still like the main one that I know now. But I've been learning Toon Boom and Blender, which have become like more mainstream. And also, I mm-hmm. forgot to mention because I got thrown off before looking up what SWF stands for. It was uh, Shockwave Flash. Okay. I didn't know. Oh yeah. So that's the uh, SWF file that you convert it to. And if you work in Flash, it used to be a whole nightmare to actually export because the program wasn't meant for cartoons, but uh, a whole bunch of uh, creators online on Newgrounds made this program called Swivel where you can put it in the SWF and it completely just does the whole process for you that you would normally have to go through and just puts it right out to an MP4. So, so I want to know like when, when did people start like accepting you as part of the community of animators on Newgrounds? early on in like forums i would like hop on and i would try and be a part of like different collabs and stuff like i did a few that uh i think since have been like either taken down or i have them archived somewhere like my parts but uh like i did this boomerang collab or something i don't know if the boomerang collab is still up on newgrounds from like 2012 but you know that that could maybe be up still i have no idea what was that about mine was about a kid who throws a boomerang or uh, a dad and a mom are fighting and then he, the dad's like leaving and the kid stops him. He confronts him at the car and he's like, are you ever going to come back or whatever? And then he's like, 
just take this boomerang and just like it, it'll, I'll come back to you, you know? And then, you know, the dad takes off and he runs over his cat and then he drives away. <laughs> and then, uh, and then the kid throws the boomerang and it just falls flat. And he just like stands there for a second and it ends. <laughs> so was it, was it kind of like everyone did a boomerang themed animation? I think that's what it was. It was either that or it was centered around Australia. Uh, and, and so like who organized this collaboration? So you can kind of just uh, like rally people together on the forums. Like I was just typing in collab, but people are just typing in there like, hey, you want to do something on uh, Simon and the Chipmunks? You want to do something on paintball or something? And, you know, people just respond. And for some people, that's like their first project because they don't know what to work on exactly. Mm-hmm. Like uh, they don't have like a set goal or like an idea of a series or something. So I think that those are like a good way to get people involved in uh, in starting, I guess cool and and so eventually you started collaborating on bigger things because i know you got you're part of some of the some really big videos that like blew up on youtube too i worked with a couple channels um as far as like the collabs go with newgrounds i've been a part of the the biggest ones were the pico collage which was like this big they have a pico day which is like their uh celebration of the pico mascot and like the creation of the site i think that's on the 25th of april it's either the 25th or the 15th. Uh, and there was like a big collab they did. So if you go to the site, it's like a big interactable thing. You can move around and they, everybody, there was like multiple artists. They did like a little piece and it became like a quilt where you do like one thing. Uh, I was a part of a the Dragon Ball Z collab a couple of years ago. And also, oh no, I didn't, I didn't submit to the Super Smash Brothers, but I had a thing in there where it was going to be the old Quiznos commercial. Do you ever guys, you, you ever watch the old Quiznos commercial with those gerbils that had like rabies and like the weird googly eyes? No. Okay. So this is a, it's the, the story behind the Quiznos rats. I think they're called. They had these like cracked out rats that were like their mascots and they would sing in like a, they would sing like these. And it was like really oh, bad singing. With the chef hats. It's probably. Yeah. Yeah. I think I do remember that. But it was a parody of that, and that became the the thing I was I was working on. It was a very weird reference to make, and I lost is, track of it. Is your Dragon Ball Z? Because I was going through your channel again today. I've watched a few things a few times. Oh. but was your Dragon Ball Z one the where it's um Master Roshi and Krillin and Yori yeah. Kuba or whatever the fuck his name is? <laughs> uh, I love Yandarobi. Yandarobi. Yeah, I forgot all about Yandarobi. What was his part in Dragon Ball? He's so bad friend. Yeah, he was like the fat guy who they just hung out with. He was it, Sean. <laughs> Do you have any sensu beans? Do you have like a bag of magic beans that you could offer us? I oh have. shit, there it is. Yeah. If you yeah. eat that, he basically would give them like power-ups. He would be like, if you have this bag of beans, you can replenish your stamina so you can fight Piccolo again. <laughs> nice. Sensu beans. I forgot about sensu beans too. Mm. Yeah, man. Yeah, I watched that, and I fucking remember rewatching it. I'm like, oh, it's so cringy when he breaks Master Roshi's wrist. <laughs> oh, I like the God. idea of like a big man just like breaking it. It reminds oh, me of like uh, old Ren and Stimpy when you would have. Remember when you guys watched Ren and Stimpy, right? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, there was like that character Jimbo that came in like one or two times, and it was like Ren's adopted son. If you know who I'm talking about, Mm-mm. he wanted like meat on meat sandwich. If that helps. <laughs> uh meat on meat eh but no. he uh, he's just like this big stature character compared to like a tiny little guy i've always liked that 
that like juxtaposition when they switch up the character proportions. I recently saw like a weird clip from Ren and Stimpy where the way Ren has like a log on his butt and uh, Stimpy, no, maybe vice versa. Stimpy's got a log on his butt and Ren's got a strap on saw. Like he's oh. like almost like a dildo and he's just fucking like, like the, yeah. the wood. So it looks like he's doing him doggy style. And then like, the face when he finishes is like a cum face and then there's just a pile of sawdust on his back that was um that spike tv had like they they brought it back for like three or four episodes and they made them just super gay like oh. all the episodes they were like fucking and like they were a couple and and ren was the dom and snippy was like this girl like uh femme femme boy i guess boy femme cat that, that sounds right um yeah, <laughs> I think that's the proper use of that. <laughs> We're innocent until proven guilty. Yeah, I, I just know I never heard the term femboy, but I like it. So, Chris, what are you uh, working on now? Right now, I got. Um, well, I'm learning. I'm in between learning two new programs to try and get. You know, because my unemployment's going to run out soon over Corona. I've just been like learning different programs to increase my resume but it's been slow motion with toon boom that's a, a really t- tough one because you have this rigging and puppet animation where you have like these it like looks like all like these strings and you it, like one of those boards when you see like a crazy person connecting all like the plots mm-hmm. on a movie it's like you have mm-hmm. like the the head and then it like breaks down and there's multiple layers where it's like oh there's the arm forearm hand finger 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 you know and you have to like control these different parts but that's like the mainstream way that people animate in studios nowadays. At least it seems like that is like the, the main, uh, the go-to for a lot of studios because you can just disassemble and reassemble these assets and give them out to people all across the world. Like Bob's Burgers is just a lot of people, some people's jobs is just to like move up a hand. And that's like one person's like work for the week because they have so many revisions where they're like, it needs to be perfect. Some mm. people like used to mm. compare uh uh, like family got to like robots, how they would go like went, but I think what they were doing is trying to go for like as consistent as they could, because there's mm. these things called deformers where it can literally like morph the drawing, but it like helps because you put a like almost a circle of like a skeleton rig underneath your drawing, yeah, uh, and then uh, when you bend it, it'll actually bend the arm. But there's like the program makes mistakes, but it almost does like half the work for you. So when you can get like the momentum of it going it uh it helps but that that's what i've been working on is learning toon boom really i the big stuff i've had like backburner projects really i feel like oscar would be good at animation yeah, yeah. it's a lot of uh, uh monotonous like timing and just like fine like tuning details i guess yeah i don't have the patience for that shit i really <laughs> want to do it but like i just it pisses me off so much oh yeah it seems it's like draining. it's draining how long would it take like an average video of yours to like just be made? Like just like the average like two, three minutes, right? It all depends on uh I guess how I would have to say pre-planning and uh and knowing what you're gonna do with uh the most the more planning that goes into it, the better. Like there's some things where it can just kind of flow and you could go uh there's straight ahead and there's like post-to-pose animation. And it's usually better to plan it all out than do pose to pose where you're like, oh, this is an extreme. And then it's the, 
the next one is like over here. And then there's like the follow through mm-hmm. and then you go back in and it's like, do, 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 do. And you put all the, the drawings in between. That makes sense. Um, or there's the straight ahead where you just go from beginning to end and you just don't even, Oh, you mean you like a flip book, you would have like an onion skin where you can keep looking at the previous drawings, but it's more so like you have to really know what you're doing and you mm. can mess up a lot in that. Uh, so it depends, but if I, if you plan it out properly, you can get like a decent amount of work done. Like there's a burglar cartoon that's on my YouTube and Newgrounds, And that took about like only two days, but it's also less animation. And I already knew exactly what I wanted to do with it. So the, then there's sometimes where something's 40 seconds will take six months, you know, right. That the way you describe that point to point versus whatever straight through, um, it kind of reminded me of different ways of writing a novel. Like some people, you know, they'll have, they know the beginning, they know maybe the end, mm-hmm. um, maybe they know like a couple plot points and then they fill in the gaps. And then some people just start at the beginning and they're like, all right, the character seems like he would do this here. And then he do this there. I guess depending on your personality type and the type of story and how organized you are, you know, yeah. that's how you do it. I, I think that with a lot of creative projects, because I was, I was explaining it to someone recently, and then I was like, it kind of is a lot of creative projects just really help the more pre-planning that goes into it, you know. Yeah. Unless well, you're doing like over something or you know on the fly stuff. Knowledge Daddies as a show, I mean we took a lot of time to pre-plan and it still wasn't nearly enough. We're still fucking, <laughs> we're all oh, that's what place. I always find. Yeah. You can never pre-plan enough, but it always does help for sure. Like if you just have like a, a better idea of what's going to happen. I watched that video of you live animating on your YouTube channel and it was actually really interesting and kind of like relaxing to watch. Oh man. I love that playlist that plays during that. Yeah. That w- I was doing a live stream and I didn't have my mic that I had over here. So I just like put on music, but that was a, uh, I guess I just wanted to show people like what it's like when I'm just working and you're just, if, if you really look at that whole like three hour stream or whatever that was, mm-hmm. it's like uh, three hours. And I did about like five or six, seven drawings. So that's usually like the amount of time it takes. Well, I guess if you're going like, depending on your workflow. Yeah. Well, Chris, I mean, this this was fun. I, I hope people listening will check out Newgrounds if they haven't already, because that's such an interesting, unique part of the Internet that really does harken back to the, the heyday of a free and beautiful and creative Internet where there are literally no boundaries other than your imagination and the technology currently existing. Yeah. It's, it's definitely a great place. I would highly recommend it. Check out fi- uh, Friday Night Funkin'. Yeah, and also check out Chris at Spinal Palm on 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 TikTok, on Instagram, on YouTube, but also yeah, on Newgrounds. On Newgrounds. Go to, new, go to the source, the origin yeah. of Chris. You can see one exclusive video that you can't see anywhere else, which is the SpongeBob parody I did, but uh, it's totally uncensored and completely unnecessary. what what happens is there a lot of gay sex there's uh well it's implied gay sex a lot of dicks and a cavernous submerged like cock hole if that makes sense (laughs) no it doesn't but you have to watch the video to find out what that means (laughs) are you still uh i was actually gonna ask during the thing uh 
are you still uh, uploading any of your sets or i mean i know stand up's been like far and few between like like a lot of things going on but uh i remember you had uploaded the one set uh from nikki's over on mm. newgrounds because i remember i favorited that and i think i left a review on that but i think that the audio portal still has a lot of uh potential like i'm going to start uploading like me and nick's podcast and me and chris park's podcast on there because i feel like there's no good podcasts really that i know of there's like three biggish ones on there mm-hmm. but it's like a whole that section on Newgrounds, the audio portal is like ripe for podcasts to come in, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, tr- I was uploading fake podcasts on there for a long time. All right. Um, but I, w- I was getting a little bit of views, but not not enough to keep doing it. I mean, maybe I'll try again with Knowledge Daddies. It might be worth it. I think that it's going to just because there's no uh, there's no good ones that I can find. So I feel like there's enough people on there that are always searching for like uh something new that like is you know cool that they can gravitate towards so i yeah. mean like i think that you guys just coming from a background that's not strictly like new grounds like you know like you guys do stand-up and stuff or you know you have like a music background oscar like you can you have all like this variety like everybody loves the variety of new grounds too so i mean yeah i mean it, it, i couldn't hurt i feel like at the very least we'll put this episode there hell yeah oh yeah <laughs> you know. we have to yeah yeah word yeah all right man well thanks again for doing it yeah no problem i was gonna say you you have like thirty thousand subscribers on youtube right yeah so do you get do you get to monetize through that or is that like uh well it was it was slow motion and i felt like i had so many videos that were like under a minute i have like seven or six videos that are like so short Mm -hmm. i i I just turned off the ads and just stopped monetizing because i was like i i personally hate when i see a video and it has like it's like 10 seconds long and then you have to watch a 30 second ad. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So just sense. for people's convenience, I was like, it, it would only make me like, cause you don't really make that much unless you're, it's like every, it depends on your rates, but most people get like a, uh, every 2 million is like equal to $2,000 or something like that. Damn. So I would be making like 30 bucks a year or something. Like, so it was just like, I'd rather give people like ad list videos. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. But I've been doing like Patreon stuff. That's what I'm. Once I get more cartoons going and I can hire on other animators, that's the goal. Is like build up my own little like company studio. Hell yeah, I believe in you, man. You got this shit. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. All right, Chris, we're gonna go. It's time to edit. All right, word. I love you, man. Thanks for doing you. this. Yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah, thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. It's fun. Anytime. Bye, bye. Word. Take it easy, guys. Take it easy. Take it easy. Hey, Frank. Frank, you're on the podcast yet again. You're, you're on know. the podcast, but we're just closing it out. Don't worry. We only talked about a lot of horrible things this episode, so oh, don't wow. worry. <laughs> All right. Everybody, please, if you haven't already, like, share, subscribe us to us on YouTube. Share with your friends. Help us grow as a community and brand. Guys, uh, you can follow me personally at Big Bear Sister on Instagram. You can follow Andrew at Andrew Steiner without the A. The at sign is the A. And Oscar Desiderio at Oscar.Desiderio. No, it's Oscar yeah. underscore Desiderio. Oscar. And he never checks it. And it's Desiderio underscore Oscar. But it doesn't matter because he never checks it. my last name. Good I don't know. Oh, we should have fucking plugged Chris's. Uh, socials too we uh it's at spinal palm i said it a billion times like personal i don't know that's his what he checks is at spinal palm 
Thank you, Spinal Palm, one more time. He was a really great guest. All right, everybody, we'll see you next week. Bye. And don't forget to subscribe to the fucking YouTube. We got the new episode out. By the time this drops, we're going to have the second episode of Knowledge Daddy. So watch that shit with Jess Grippo. It's a good one. It's a really funny one. All right, bye.